All right, so welcome back. Episode yeah. seven. Here Woo! we are. Yeah, lucky number seven. Like we just said, uh, John, you and I were just talking before this. Yes. About cars that uh, we look at on a weekly basis and how it changes. It's kind of like porn almost, right? It's like, <laughs> what's the flavor of the week? Wait, so you, wait, what? You, have, you, cycle, porn, you cycle porn I weekly? Did, I did. No, I'm just saying that there's so many categories and so many different types that if I were watching porn, <laughs> you could get into all, and there's just new categories like that pop up and you're like, oh shit, that's crazy. You know, I wouldn't I mean, know anything about that. Me neither. Right? I just, I heard, you know, <laughs> I just heard that or whatever. So what is this porn you speak so, of? So, um, car porn as yes. a matter of fact. Yes. So what's the flavor of the week this week? What have you been looking at with car? Well, I mean, God, see, so I, we were we were talking about this, and I'm glad that Randy decided to turn it into a segment. Um, for me, I went from the Ford Focus RS to the F80 M3, um, and now I took a step back, and I am looking at the E90 E92 M3. And specific what years are the what, what years are those? M3s? 2008 through 2014. Okay. I think 2014 wasn't actually. They skipped that year, so 2013. Uh, those are still V8s. Those are still V8s, and that is what's driving it for me. You want a V8? I want to do the sound. It's the, the sound from that car. Very unique. When you're running, well, there's two reasons that swayed me this week. Actually, it was that the sound, and then second, I've been watching a lot of videos from a company called VF Engineering. Okay. And they do superchargers for this platform the e90 platform okay and they can take cars up to 700 horsepower i think the the lowest option it's like an 110 horsepower boost from 414 to 525 which is still a lot dude it'll easily get you to that 600 goal that you want yes and, and, the, and this company is in anaheim this is in oh. our backyard they do work all over the world and you can find them on youtube too okay and so they're highly reputable. Uh-huh. Like apparently their setups integrate seamlessly with that vehicle. And that's what I'm hearing across the board. So it, it their motto kind of is get as much power from the car as the chassis will offer. So they're, they're claiming that the okay. M3 comes, you know, underpowered. I mean, it's still 414 horsepower, but relative to the chassis and what the chassis can handle. And the trans yeah, exactly. transmission. Yeah, so they can let's boost it a little more. About uh-huh. 650 is where, yeah. is where, um, is where they kind of land. Okay. And because of that, that's where I'm sitting now. And, I mean, there's a second reason, too, and it's not related to the actual car. Okay. It's what I was talking about importing um, cars from Japan. Okay. Because and there's also, obviously, moving from the F80 to the E90, there's yeah. a cost reduction there, too. Okay. Right? I mean, most of that money will probably go through turboing. But uh, or supercharging, but at the same time, it frees up money for me to maybe get a second car. And I've been looking to import uh, a super now that we're going to hit the 25 year mark um, on the 93s with the Mark Fours. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. So that's where I'm at. I'm on the E90 M3 right now. Have you found importers for this Supra? Yes. Well, there's a few online importers. Uh huh. Um, you can find like a naturally aspirated, just the 2JZ, regular 2JZ, 8 to 12 
you know, with including the import fees. It's uh, 12K. It's $12,000. Yes. Yes. That's not bad at it's all. It's not bad at all. And that's why I was like, mm, you know, maybe it's time to consider some of this stuff. And then there's, they have different options of registering in California. Obviously, if I don't want to mess with the whole emissions things too much, uh-huh. I can import it as a, as a, as a show car. Okay. And when you do that in California, you're limited to uh, street California. travel of uh-huh. 2,500 miles a year. Who, who regulates that? Um, I'm guessing the police, right? Are they going to come to your house and be like, hey, let me look at that odometer? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're required to smog check your car. Right? Oh, so okay. I think when you smog check, there are do odometer reads and then that might flag something. Right. Dude, just buy a second cluster. <laughs> I'm kind of serious. <laughs> you just buy another gauge cluster. You plug it in. You run it all day. Fucking. I'm not advocating illegal activity. So if this is illegal, whatever. But yeah. It's not that illegal. It is illegal. <laughs> I think oh, I mean, yeah, that is, that's federal of, shit, huh? I guess in terms so of... So that could be a felony? Ter- like a federal? I offense? don't know if it's a felony. Because it's with the Department of Transportation? But it is fraud. Yeah, so maybe uh, it is. Yeah, yeah you are okay. defrauding the government in uh, that sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's not get political, but yeah. I wouldn't want to be like some of our political leaders, Yeah, but I, leaders, think, I right? think as far as crimes go, that's probably like a white crime, like a white lie. Right? A white people crime or no. <laughs> <laughs> white collar crime? Yeah, you could punish like a white person. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean. Like uh, It'd probably be a slap on the wrist, you know, like it's not. I mean, your Carfax would be messed up. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. like, obviously, they're going to log that you're messing with the odometer readings. Yeah. So, but not like I plan on selling that car anyway. It's kind of a car that I want to keep around that's you know, true. for a while. But if you ever do, that's one thing I've always had trouble with, with the importing the car thing, Yeah, is what is that resale going to be? Because the reason I'm down to this 2000 or $1,000 prelude is because <laughs> I bet. just got tired of getting hit by depreciation. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Supra's not depreciating. But an imported one, you don't know what elements that uh, by the importation of a lot of these cars, too, may help to drive the price a little bit down instead of up. I was I was kind of mulling that over, too. Like, I don't know which way it's going to go. Do you know? No, I don't. But that's actually like I actually think it's going to go up. You think so? I think it's going to go up. And because I don't know that. Well, we'll see if it catches up, actually. I mean, I'm, I'm still... How long have we been able to import Skylines? And I don't see A R33s. R32s. Or R32s. Yeah. Or R33s. R33s just got just, yeah, allowed this year. That's true. Year. So it would be R32s, you're right. I, I don't s- see a lot. I've seen one. I've seen two. You've seen two. Yes. I don't know that... You know, One that. did have a California plate. Oh, look at that. In the OC. Actually, by our old work. Wow. At Halal Guys. It was an R32? R32. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I blew a load in my pants. I would have <laughs> so, too, man. Yeah. Uh, then I saw one here in Brea, but he had uh, out-of-state plates. Just like on the street or was it like uh, a parked, um No, it was just on the street in oh, the parking okay. lot. I didn't. I should have taken a picture. But see, that's what I mean. Like, and and I mean, who's buying these cars? It's people. It's, it's us. Yeah. Right? It's our demographic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of the right-hand drive? Do you think it's a it's a nice novelty? Do you think it's a drawback? What do you think? I'm I'm all for it. It adds it's, to the value, it's, it's right? Kinda, it's kind of it makes it interesting. Like, exactly. Yeah, it makes that's it a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Like I, yeah. 
you know, I don't know, but who knows? I mean, hopefully it makes them cheaper. They're fun cars to to own. You know, yeah. if they're cheaper, then I mean, they won't be as big of a draw. But you know, you can have fun modding them at that point. That's true. Yeah. That is true. So that leads me to my car of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so I bounce around between S two thousand and now um, NSX. Damn. I know. That's a. It's pricey, and that's a big. Gap between a, the there's S2000 a gap, but that is like the baby brother um, to the big brother like relationship in terms of going up to the big boys and the yeah, big leagues. Yeah, yeah. Because the NSX is appreciated a lot in value. Yes, it has. Ten years ago, it was only like twenty five grand. Yep. Now, ten years later, they're forty fives. Yeah, and they're only going up. And they're only going up. Yep. So I wanna, I want one now, almost as a midlife, another midlife crisis car. But <laughs> how many midlife crises are you gonna have? Probably dude. a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just call them that every time I get <laughs> yeah. a car itch yep. that I want to scratch. And if I can actually scratch it, then yeah, then it then it becomes another new one. Yep. That's exactly how it's gonna <laughs> so, happen. Yeah, I, I was thinking about skipping S two thousand, going straight to NSX if I have the money. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would probably encourage you to do that, too. S2000 I mean, th- so the S2000 is the backup plan is what you're saying. Yeah, because actually I could hand me down the parts of that car into the Prelude <laughs> <laughs> as I mod the S2000. Because shit fits on it. Because yeah, they have the same era. But why would you want to do that? Because then uh, that beefs up the like the interior stuff. So would you rather have the Just Prelude? Interior stuff. You would rather have a modded Prelude than the S2000? No, what I'm saying is I buy an S2000, I take out the seats, I put in the Prelude, I take out the steering wheel, I put in the Prelude, shift knob, just interior stuff, fun right. interior stuff. So what are you going to do? What, but what are you going to do with the S2000? Put in like And then some, put in nicer shit. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. And the rims even fit on this Got, car. Yeah, you're right. So it was like, that'd be interesting. Like I'm making a hand-me-down for myself. Yeah. And then yeah. I can build this up car up for the kids. You really want to do that? Like, yeah. how, What do you mean I build up? Just make it a... A solid daily that I know is safe because I fucking did the work. If you had unlimited, an unlimited source of income, uh huh, and you were tasked with building your dream car, I mean, I'm talking from, you know, the your first performance mod to your last aesthetic mod. What would you put together? Well, at first, what's the platform? I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna hit you with a crazy oh, car that oh, you probably have never even seen. Okay. Ninety-one Celica. Okay. All-track turbo. Do oh, you know what that is? I don't know what in, that is. In in between eighty-nine and ninety-three, there was a pop-up lens Celica that was a bubble-shaped one, not the boxy ones of the eighties, okay. but not the four headlight one of that mid-nineties. It's a 91 Alltrack Celica. It uses the same engine as the MR2 Turbo of that era. Okay. It is all-wheel drive, and it has a race heritage in WRC, where Toyota won rally um, championships with this car. Really? They only sold the, the number they had to sell to make it a homologation to, to right. make it valid for WRC. So they only sold like 5,000 per year or, or less. I, you, I'm not going to look at the numbers now. Um, they're rusting out. People are just losing sight of them. And they float in the 6 to 10K range. That's still pretty expensive. That's expensive for a 91. Yeah. But it is a 3S GTE, a Toyota 90s, 90s Toyota engine. Um, it's got support. They in Japan they kept that engine for a long time, actually into the early two thousands, maybe even. 
in other cars, but they were pushing three, 300 horsepower. They can easily do 300 horsepower. Right. And that's a pretty small car for 300 horsepower. Yeah. It's a little bit heavy, but that would be my first platform. You love the Celicas. Uh, dude i was a t- that was that was my first car was the 91 celica gts was oh it a, really yes oh. that was the first car that my parents bought for me it was like two three grand oh, it was a family okay. car but it was the demo car so it wasn't the all-track turbo right but it was a demo car of a dealership oh, okay so it was pimped out it had leather seats where the bolsters would actually like you could adjust them so they'd squeeze you and you could loosen them what they had 12 speakers or 10 speaker sound system Damn, that's yeah, pretty dude. good for 91. Ten speakers. Yeah, the seems thing, like six too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only drawback, automatic, because it was my oh, aunt's car. Man. It was my aunt's Go, car. I would erase that from your memory. Dude, that needs uh, to be a repressed memory. <laughs> yeah, but that was like, it popped my cherry. Uh, to cars? To cars. I didn't know and shit about so cars your, your when I first stick shift car. car was An, the 08 Civic SI, which I bought brand new. Oh, okay. so it was very late. I was a very late bloomer, oh, if you want to call it that. Because okay. I was not. My parents bought my cars, and um, they would never let me have a stick shift. That's car. good to know. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Next time I race you, I'm gonna worry a little less. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well when i finally got to buy my own car i made sure to get what i wanted and it was yeah. between the si and the wrx gas was like four fifty dollars uh four dollars and fifty cents a tank at the time when i made that decision that's why i nixed the wrx uh, okay which, yeah well i think that was a good decision you think so yeah i think it was a good decision turbo 200 plus horsepower 220 i think yeah i mean you would have had more i think you would have had more fun Maybe in the WRX. I would have had more problems at this point, though. Yeah, exactly. You would have had more problems, and you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have been able to resell it for, for I guess, whatever you sold the SIM yeah. for. And which I, I think, think you hooked someone up with. Yes, my best friend, yes. Yeah. I hooked him up. Eh. Ish. Yeah, kind of. He paid a fair amount of money as well. Okay. 6K. Eh. 100K miles on it. It's what it's worth What at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, people ask a lot for it, and I don't think they get it. Oh, uh, okay. But the asking prices on Craigslist are kind of ridiculous for that car. Yeah. On most cars, uh, I've been looking at Craigslist a lot, and I've, I'm noticing a lot of the cars are overpriced. What else have you been looking for, John? Yeah, I'm not, see, I'm it's a, like that porn yeah, thing, man. No, well, see, the thing, all I've been looking around right now is the E90. I mean, that's all I'm... But, well, but the, we're, we're getting away from the real topic, which I'm curious is, all right, you have your platform, which is yeah. the all-track Celica. What's your first mod? Oh. um, You know what? There are parts... From the rally version of that car in Europe. Okay. Because they had a rally trim of this all track called the Carlos Carlos Sainz edition. Okay. Carlos Sainz was a driver for that that car in WRC at that point. So they have a version of this car with that um, aesthetics. Yeah. I would buy those those body parts. So it's a hood, a bumper, maybe something in the interior. I don't think so. And do you think that's where you'd end? No. That's that, where I'd start. That's where you'd start. Then I'd like um, probably rebuild the engine, get it in tip-top shape as if it were new. Right. You know, just scrape it down, all the dirt off of that shit so it looks like it just yep. came out of the factory. That's nice. Yeah. 
all rubber gasket new gaskets uh, across the board everywhere and everywhere all the parts it'd probably be a whole just the original block maybe even <laughs> if yeah. it's still usable just the original block and just everything new rebuild that shit out of that engine get it to oem spec drive that for a little bit so i knew what it was like to have brand new yeah which is kind of cheesy but it's like okay now I'm no re- i mean i kind of always i'm kind of always curious too even with my car i have now which i bought new uh-huh. i'm like do i really remember what it was like when i took it off the lot yeah you know am i feeling a lot i mean obviously it is different what it would be like to restore that every little bolt right. you know going every little bolt tying yeah. it to the right torque yeah. specs making sure everything is new and take it off the lot again see if it feels i'm always curious about that too mm-hmm. so that makes sense yeah. but i mean I, I think it's surprising that you're going with the aesthetic side first which is all the rally pieces just because you never know if those pieces run out that's true actually it's with europe this car. limit yeah. limited edition europe and maybe japan yeah. probably japan but that the the metal parts i can get that remade almost technically or just upgrade it if i don't go oem i could always get upgrades because the engine's so well supported because of the mr2 turbo um that it wouldn't be hard to get manufacturers to make those parts so then would you rather to me it sounds like you'd rather have a car that shows that it's got as much go as it actually does yes but i'd also like something rare and simple yeah yeah like i'm a big fan of the sleeper are you a fan of the sleeper yeah that's what i want to do with this prelude uh, okay <laughs> that's the other thing i've been yeah. shopping just i played around in the turbo kit for this car but um, how much was that i don't know i didn't oh, you didn't go pricing. that far i just thought about it we could do it ourselves <laughs> <laughs> just saying yeah but the gaskets on this thing are leaking everywhere we'll just replace them it's like yes yeah, getting it back up to OEM spec yeah. is going to cost eighteen to 3000 That's not too bad. You think so? That's not too bad to get. How much? Maybe you're going to get like a like Brand 100, new 100 new horses. What are you going to run? Maybe like six or seven? No, that's that that price was just to rebuild it back up to OEM spec. Oh, oh, you don't know. That's right. You don't know the turbo cost. Yeah, I don't know the turbo cost, but good quality parts. I'm not really? going to fuck around. A really rebuild is going to cost you that much? I don't know. You got guys? Because I don't got guys, man. I just yeah, look on I the mean, internet because like I don't kit, know shit, dude. Yeah, the kit's going to cost you. A good kit will cost you like might a grand. Maybe. Yeah, All the OEM right. parts. I think you'd probably stay closer the to labor. the 1800 side. It could. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just everything's okay, like valves are fine, mm-hmm. cams are fine, I mean, I know bearings a, I, are fine. I know a guy that could do it. Do you know an engine builder? You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I played around with that, too. Just yeah. buy an extra engine. Oh, yeah. And just too, figure yeah. it all out. Because yeah. fuck it. They're only $300 for the junkyard ones. Exactly. Yeah. Do some, uh, uh, play some operation and then figure it out. Yeah. But then that's time. <laughs> and time is more I precious. I think you're just lazy. Time is more precious than money because I'm spread very thin. <laughs> yeah, with no, show, yeah, I think you're right. With working on the car, the house. Well, I mean, if you, if, you, if this show is such a problem to it's you. It's not right? a problem. It's. <laughs> It's a part of my life now. Yeah, no. and I look forward to it. This is so. like a, yeah, it's solidified itself as a tradition. Yeah, and we just yeah, just getting it all out is what this is. Yeah, and it's car related because nobody. It's hard to find enthusiasts at like the workplace in your day to day life. 
unless you work at probably I mean, those like, companies. You know, normally at work, no one gets really enthusiastic about anything to begin with. Yeah, so not in the business world. You don't yeah. get that kind of cool shit unless you're in the car yeah. industry. It's all golf and racquetball. And it's just whatever that person's into. Yeah, or that, I guess. Yeah. So you have to like kind of learn that shit a little bit and kind of be like, oh, yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So you have something to talk to them about. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I got as, when I got hired at this company, uh-huh. as an assignment from who I would consider my mentor when I got hired was to watch the star Wars box set. Cause I, Cause admitted, never I it? admitted to not watching it. Yeah. So they were like, Oh, well you have to watch it. They even lent it to me. So I watched it. <coughs> I mean, I thought it was great, but I mean, that's, that's kind of the same thing. You know, that those are the things they talk about and you kind of want to learn some of that stuff to relate. <coughs> but there is, I think you were the only one that kind of had the car talk, you know, the, that we, yeah. Me and that other cocky little, Asian oh guy. yeah i couldn't talk to him too yeah, much he yeah. knew what he's talking about yes he did he knew he, he had was, plenty of knowledge he did have the knowledge but, but yeah he thought he was like too cocky he thought he was you know chip foos or whatever like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did think he was, was chip like, foos yeah, who was a car a real car designer yeah, and a real artist exactly like dude you're barely like you'd barely cars. qualify for pimp my ride like chill out yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true yeah that guy's no, nah, but he was. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I'll, I'll give him, you know, props. So he knew what he's talking about. He did, and his S two was clean. His S that that one was. Yeah, that was another one that was questionable, but that one was. Yeah, it didn't get ricey in any way. Mm-hmm. So the S two thousand is nice because it's a platform that's just got a ton of parts. Yeah. So oh, many. Oh yeah. Race quality parts, yep. and that's what I look for. That's why I'm sl- This prelude is a slow thing. It's yeah. a cigar, a good cigar. Yeah. Quality. quality. Oh, but it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, I can't wait to get my M3, dude. Really? I'm a, it's going to be the. How soon? It's going to. After all the other life things and life costs. Immediately after. So okay. I, I'm thinking, I'm targeting the end of 2019. Well, how much are you going to put down? Well, is that that's probably too personal. But how much in the. What price range are they in at that point in time that you're looking at? Um, I'm thinking I can get 25. 2025 how many miles uh 50 to 75 really i'd say yeah the e90 dude they go back to 2008 it's already wow. 10 years old 10 years old it's they already the 10 same years old chassis car yeah well it is a kind of a um it's a specialty vehicle yep and they're expensive yep so they don't sell a lot a lot it's yep. not a camry or a cord wow that's that's i really think i'm just gonna have to be patient and really watch who i'm buying it from yeah, right? that's what always scares me. I don't yeah. know that crowd. I don't know how to read that crowd like I do Asian car owners. But there's, a, <laughs> and, but there's, a, lot, there's a lot you can do. And there's a, there's like all these articles online about how to inspect a car yeah. to make sure that it wasn't uh, tracked. There's, you can look for cracks, uneven panels. Would you do a mechanic, bring it to a mechanic thing? Um, Yeah, actually, like I, would, I, would, I would actually would love to take it to a dealership. And get it looked at there, but that would probably be an arm and a leg. You can get away with a specialty um, yeah, mechanic. Yeah. They're, or bring the car to them. Yeah. Have the car brought to them with a the seller. And and that's kind of a good test on the seller, too, because if he's yes. willing to do that, then obviously, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the, or he that's already a good know. sign. Or, or that, or he doesn't know. Which, when I bought that Forester, he knew. Oh, that sucks. Bad rings. It was blowing, uh, it was burning oil. Like a quart a week. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That was, that car stressed me out. That moment stressed me out because those engines are not cheap. Yeah. Six grand. Yep. 
for those Subaru STI engines. And yeah, why can't, can't why not? People, yeah, man. why go big or go home, right? Like I just said. Like, yeah. Just get the best that you can get of the yeah. best quality. So. Yeah. 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 So I think that's I think that's that's the plan. Get that, and it's gonna be like the ultimate sleeper. That's the plan. I'm not gonna. Mm. I might do wheels. Really? Maybe I might do wheels, and that's a maybe. Wow. I Lower, might do wheels like half inch. Um, or something very very I'll, modest. So the first, it'll be. I've already got it planned out. So it'll be the car. It'll be uh, sus- upgrade the suspension. Right. I'll probably be on coilovers. Um, Is your wedding this thoroughly planned out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Glad yes. to hear you immediately say yes. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Because you have a car that you don't have yet. I'll yeah. Out. I know. <laughs> well, what do you think this is? Like, I mean, like, I, well, I think I you think go, every, went deep. I guess with every the, with week the, with it. Yeah, every week we have a car that we fully plan out. Well, at least that's how I think of it. Or is it just your natural route for modifications? It is my. Well, actually, yeah. Most of it is. Well, no. No, because a lot of the modification is dependent on what's available too, for that car, for that car. Like my Kia, there isn't a lot of performance side of parts. So I kind of focus on the aesthetics a little more, Uh, but I'm more of a, I'm more of a sleeper fan. I like to have a car I'll do. So I'll get the car. I'll upgrade the suspension, probably on coilovers, um, maybe some reinforce some, maybe some braces, some something. Yeah. And then I'll move into brakes. Okay. And then after the brakes, I'll move into power. Wow, really? Yeah. So you that like way your that, suspension first. That way huh? I'm ready. Yeah, I always like my suspension first. So that way I'm I'm ready for whatever power I'm going to put into that engine. Oh. Too. So that's okay. kind of, that's kind of the So idea. you're not driving an overpowered engine with no brakes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With this glass transmission exactly, and Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like a very breakable machine. You want everything yeah, ready. I want for. I want everything ready and able to handle it. Like I don't want to have any problems after. That's actually a very smart way to go. But you, then you're going to overestimate on all the shit you add on. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, oh. Well, yeah, cool. I mean there's there's a lot I mean there's $20,000 in work that I plan to do after the car is purchased. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You already even ran the numbers on the po- parts yeah, cost. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Pretty wow. much. Yeah, including my time, which I plan to do most of the, the work. Even like a turbo kit install the, or whatever? I can, yeah, I can do the supercharger myself. Supercharged, not turbo? Not turbo. It'll be supercharged. Oh, yeah. that I heard is a lot easier. Yeah, I've never it done it. It is. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I'll probably do like, you know, some something from Cobb Tuning maybe to run different. Uh, profiles and yeah and then that's it and then i'm good to go 600 horsepower hopefully and plus and then maybe have a supra just chilling you know it's <laughs> kind of a show car it's like hey look i have a supra that works because you've got two back seats so you're ready for the future with the <laughs> yeah. it's got back seats right yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah so well i want a four-door you know? oh they yeah. made a okay yeah they have them four-door okay so it wasn't just the um the uh previous gens that had four-door m3s this one this gen did also this gen did also and that's probably a popular car so there's probably a lot of them yeah there are because a lot of you people usually, just usually when you search the them four door yeah, yeah usually when you search them you'll find a good mix of two-door and four-door and there then are, the m3 is strictly the four-door because the m2 and the m4 are the coupes now it is yeah 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 now it is now it's just four-door because the yeah the m2 and the m4 have the coupe models so you you would never jump up to either or jump down to the M two or four. I, I it would yeah. have to be You're the odd number. Be yeah, I mean one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, 
I'm not gonna get the same power out of the M2, and it's a small, smaller car. I do like its size. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, I need the four doors. I've always been a fan of the four. I door. know you keep saying it, yeah. man. That's like you, that's your motto every episode. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I always mention it at least once. And I always say I like the. I've always had the coupes. Yeah. But no, Except I mean, for the Subaru, but yeah. Yeah, my Kia is a four-door, surprisingly uh-huh. still. You know, it's a smaller car, but it's yeah. still a four-door. I've only ever had four-door cars. My previous BMW was four- Actually, no, that's a lie. My Mustang was a two-door. Ah. Yeah. Your, B- your white BMW was also a two-door? It was, or four-door? No, that was a four-door. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow, man. Yeah. person's car history, how much of it do you think tells a lot about the person? Um, I think to other car guys, it does really tell a lot. I don't think it tells a lot to anyone else, you know? Interesting. And I think even like based, I mean, look at my history. I think you have more of a kind of a, a re a area that you stay in. Uh But like, I mean, I went from a Honda civic to a BMW to a Mustang. Mm -hmm. That's to a Kia. Yeah. To now moving into you got back hose into BMW around the world, yeah, like I'm all <laughs> over the place <laughs> yeah, with yeah, these yeah, cars, yeah. like yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know that you could tell too much, other than I just like all cars. I mean, I love all kinds of cars. I have a preference, but I love all kinds of cars. So in experiencing all those cars, that included with your family cars, which overall aesthetic and driving spirit did you like the most? in the country it's either country or brand because you only had one brand of each country so you can't speak to all the other brands within those countries yeah i mean it'll it'll just be the car yeah that brand then really i mean at the top i'm gonna say the e36 yeah at the top easily i mean easily how it looked even though it was just kind of it was you know the regular three series with okay. a bit of decorations so then how do you feel about going back to a car you previously have had? Are you ever going to do that? Um, well, I I probably two or three times a year go back to look in E36s. And Actually what buying. Cost. What do you mean? Yeah. Do you think you would ever buy yes. a, a, yes, a same version absolutely. of a previous car? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But there's so many cars out there, man. I know. It's like but, LA. It's like there's so many girls out there. But, like, but, if there, but, if, but then at the same time, if it was good to you, why not go back to it? Like I lost I, – I wasn't – I also didn't lose my BMW by choice, right? It was wrecked. Yeah, same for me with both my Celicas. Uh, there you go. And like, the 91, and I did admit that I'd get a 91 exactly, Celica. Exactly, yeah, again. yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, cars yes. that you have experience with, you know how to work on them. You know you, you know what they're pap- capable of. You've you already do. researched them extensively. Yeah, you knew yeah. that brand in that era. Yep. That's another thing, too, is there's a certain flavor of as time progresses with these Car manufacturers, as they evolve and their designs evolve, um, so does just the workmanship, the style of how they did put things together. It's relatable to other cars of that generation within that brand. Yeah. Like going into an M5, certain ways they did things, I'm sure, would be same as the M- your um, M3 of that same era, if there was an M5 in that era. And then you mentioned the M5. I would probably be more likely to jump into the M5 than yeah. the M4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You totally said that. You'd yeah. never have a Z8. Oh, no. If you could afford it. Whether you could afford it or not, you would never have it. Nope. No. Two-door coupe. No. A roadster. Nope. I couldn't do a roadster. Two-seater. I couldn't no. do a two-seater. Yeah, you're not going to do the M6 either because you don't want coupe, even though that's a oh, big no. coupe. And actually, the, I've, the M6, I've never liked its styling. No? No. It was cool in its heyday. Kind of. 
I don't know. Dude, California, man. You are we are so spoiled here. Dude, BMWs true, yeah. are, like I said in the last episode, BMWs are Camrys, man. Yeah. Do you know what that means to people like me? Like, I take it for granted because I mean I've grown up with it. Yeah. Like we had one classmate in grade school whose mom had a BMW and she was a stay at home mom. And that was a big fucking deal. And that was just a three series. That was wow. like I mean, I'm pretty sure it's more frequent now. Um, dude, Detroit is a very, very different town. Man. Uh, it's a whole different world. Yeah. I wouldn't do well in yeah. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I said in past episodes, you know, trims of American cars and what it means. Yeah. And whether one is more baller than the other. And they're like, oh, man, they paid extra for that shit, you know? So, but it was American cars very much. Like, I don't know shit about European cars growing up. I don't know. Japanese cars because that's my family's love and my dad's love and so and it became my first passion but I don't know shit about European cars wow and for me it was pretty much European the whole way through European Japanese here those yeah there's the American car guys here too it's just so many people in such a big blend and there's enthusiasts for all facets oh yeah even KDM now yes yes right you are one Yes. Being a tuner from previous vehicles and yep. stuff. Like, Even, like I'm limited on parts. I'm limited yeah. on what I can do. But, but I'm you trying, do what you can. I'm trying my hardest to yeah. like kind of, you know, be one of the nicer Rios that I see. That's what that Celica was, actually. Uh, There's okay. not a lot of parts for that car. Yeah. So you got to find and dig. And yeah. It's, I mean, I just bought a lip. And yeah. I mean, how long did I wait for that lip? That lip was, I mean, they were selling it for close to $500. That's a in, lot. Imported from Korea for a lip. It wasn't a front That's bumper. That's not the shipping included? That, with the shipping. Okay. With the shipping. But now I just ordered this one from Canada for $150. It's the same lip. $150? $150. I'm like, and it took me three years of waiting, you know, before wow. somebody was able to source it. Is it from it. the manufacturer or from Japan or uh, Korea? Um. Is it a distributor in, in it's Canada? It's a distributor now? here in Canada. Oh, with the yeah the nice. parts, and I don't I don't know how they got them that cheap, but I guess they ordered a lot of them. Wow! But, but yeah, that's why I jumped on it. And I'm gonna wrap it. Yeah, cause that once that car it gets older, those parts disappear. And this is what happens when you're researching cars. Yeah, like you get kind of get the itch. I need to mod something. Yeah, and you know my car started feeling kind of a little off in terms of how smooth it. Uh-huh. drove so i was like let's sweep out the control arms and uh, links got yeah. new sway bar bushings ended up buying the lip uh, we're gonna wrap some uh, carbon fiber around the lip and <laughs> hopefully see it looks nice we'll post it on the instagram see spoiler if it looks too nice. you yeah. could try the spoiler oh we could do the spoiler you could always yeah. peel it off the adhesive it does not leave a residue oh you're this is right. not some bullshit ass that michael that might look a little you know too what? ricey actually that reminds me i should probably store it in my house Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be an oven out here. I yeah. think that's why I was peeling off a little. On the yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll do that after this. But, yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah, so interesting well, hopefully do that. And then we'll go We'll go track the car, get some new wheels. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you jump in finally. I was shopping for wheels for the over the past couple of days. Oh, really? I found some good deals, man. Here's what I'll say about the Prelude and... The Honda scene in general, even though this car is a very low interest car, um, parts are still out there for this car. 
for my previous car, a the, my previous tuner car, if you want to call it that, my Celica, my 2001 Celica, when I look for parts for that car, there's nothing yeah. now. All the body parts I bought and I crashed that car, so I lost those parts or I sold the spoiler and stuff. You can't buy them at all. So you can't have a high-quality car. With that 2001 Celica? Yes. You, and you still see some really nice ones out there's, there. They're still out there. Very some of them, few of them. Very, they're, dude, they're rare because my eyes are always open for that. That was, my, that was yeah. one of the, my cars. But that's a car I'll never, I won't buy ever. And that was the car in the meet that I posted on the Instagram. Yes. And where was that meet? That meet was in Chicago for right before Hot Import Nights Chicago. Was that like kind of like a planning session for hard hot import nights? It Who was, was there? Uh, it was uh, the Celica Toyota Celica forums for that seventh gen Celica. Okay. I was there. I I was a lurker, dude. I was too shy. I was a little kid, man. Yeah. You know, like these are college guys and or post college guys. But that, there was like Subies there. I think there I saw was an RX7. a Subie there. There was an RSX. There was an RX7. Okay. There was a VW uh, um, convertible Beetle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. And there was a guy in the Ducati. Because, like, the Celica group was a little bit bigger because it's a big city. Oh, sorry. The Chicago group yeah. was a little bit bigger because it was a big city. No, there were the guys in – I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't see guys from Michigan that owned a Celica on the forum. I think it was a chick car in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's still also a chick car, Randy. Yeah, I know. That's why I'll never buy it again. <laughs> wow uh yeah but i might buy the lotus i've also considered the lotus oh, which lotus used the same engine nice. as that yeah. car they uh they used, bought the rights to that the engine lotus did oh really yes oh and wow put it in a two-seater two-door um but it had a uh, t-tops yeah that's right yeah so that that, uh, that that runs by my head too because i know the engine very well I know the ins and outs of that engine. So how long was this, was this meet? What'd you guys do there? So the meet, sorry, I got sidetracked. We, I met up with these Celica group of guys, owners, and other guys that were just friends. They were friends on a forum. They would hang out on the forum at work all day. Right. And post funny shit. <laughs> so I just lurk and laugh. Yeah. And um, so we met out at the, uh, like a mall area, like in the suburbs. Uh, it looked like a school in the picture. Yeah, no, that was like the mall. Oh, some, okay. Um, retail, big retail area out in Schaumburg, Illinois. And then we uh, drove down to downtown Chicago because the, um, the show is at, I think, McCormick Center, which is just a big convention venue right. in downtown. And uh, yeah, that was... That was a big deal for me because Hot Import Nights finally came to the Midwest. Oh, dude. Wow. Was that your first car meet? Uh, car meet and car show. Wow, really? That's, and I was, dude. I I how, was. So how old were you? I was first year college. Oh, so you weren't that young. I wasn't that young, but I was young compared to those guys. Yeah. And they're a crew of guys. They know each other. I'm from out of you know. I'm just a fan. I lurk. Yeah. I don't post. I'm not funny. You know, so I, <laughs> I have nothing entertaining to say. I just keep my mouth shut. You know. <laughs> Let's all say it together. Well. We know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know those guys. They know each other personally. I didn't know them. They hung out. So you didn't post at all? Like none of the conversation? Not really. Uh, okay. I would just buy. I was there to shop, actually. I would buy. I, I, what I love about the Prelude Market and the Honda scene out here is used car parts are cheap. Yeah. They get affordable, yep. you know? So yep. And as long as they're, you inspect them very well and make sure they're in good shape especially the safety ones like the 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 rims i always make sure i look at the rims very carefully um 
it's cheap that makes the hobby here very attainable oh yeah and i mean it's kind of all i've known i didn't even realize that you know it was more difficult more expensive outside of here but yeah, i mean you're right i mean the way you explain it yeah there were there's no sh- all kinds of stuff here yeah the shop i talked to you about last time that was doing some things in michigan they were just an install shop they didn't carry inventory oh wow you ordered everything and yeah you'd have them install it oh that's the kind of shop but it could was. you order it from them could yeah, they, they, were, they could you? do it for you, oh, okay. but that's my point is is that you couldn't even just walk in and grab it off the shelf because the scene was so small in Michigan, the import scene. Yeah. Even after the fa- uh, Fast and Furious thing, it's just a lot of muscle heads, muscle car heads. It's, I mean, it makes sense. The yeah. car, Those cars made big power, and the four bangers couldn't unless you threw like a lot of money. So then how, after Hot Import Nights, what was your next meet or show? After Hot Import Nights, I went to Hot Import Nights again. Like the following I, year? I had a different set of rims at that point in time, yeah. too. I had some good ones, good brand racing hearts, uh, C4s. Um, I bent that rim. Not there, thank God, because I had 35 profile tires. But, um, yeah, hot, the next year's hot import nights. So it was a year, basically, in between yeah. visits. But yeah. that, those are the only meets going on at the time? Yeah, there's no import meets in Michigan. I would have gone to an import meet in yeah. Michigan. I would have driven an hour to do that, but nobody was doing that shit. Yeah. Because we were kind of, we knew we were not fast enough to beat the muscle cars. Oh, for sure. That's what the problem was. Yeah. When you're surrounded by a classmate whose dad could get him a Mustang, that's even a six-cylinder Mustang compared to a four-cylinder yeah. stock to stock. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get killed in your little Japanese, you know, go kart yep, thingy. That's true. So and we didn't a, even fuck a with lot them. Of, there was a lot of hate. I don't think it's as significant anymore. Mm-hmm, but there mm-hmm. used to be a lot of hate between the muscle car and the import scene. Yeah, which is funny, but we just knew we weren't going to win races like that in Michigan. So I didn't even go to the racing uh, like streets like for me. I didn't see I didn't see a meet that was kind of for every car Uh until I went to Mexico. Oh, and I didn't know I was actually going to this meet. Right. It was uh, we I went on a trip. It was a spring break trip. But this is so you flew. We no, we actually took a bus in. With, Are you fucking serious? Uh, we took a bus in. We were with. Uh, was it safe to do this at the time? Was it drug cartels like as crazy as they see, are now? See, here's the thing. I thought it was safe because I was rolling with somebody that lived at the location that I was going to, and so I was I was going with their family. We had a couple of friends going, but we we actually ended up in Sinaloa, which is where the cartels are from. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, cartel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but but at the time we were like, well, they're here and we weren't experiencing anything bad. I'm not seeing anything bad. Everything looks pretty, you know, pretty good. And then uh my friend's cousins come by and they're like, Oh, let's go, you know, hang out tonight. We're like, All right, let's go. So then we go in this little car. I think it was a Nissan Sentra. Okay. And this guy is hitting Year. gears hard. Uh, I'm gonna say ninety eight or ninety nine. Okay, okay. And it's, but it's, I mean, it's a weak little car, but there's five of us in the car and he's hitting it as hard as he can through these streets. So we're zooming past stop signs. I'm like, why is this guy in such a hurry? So wait, are we in downtown main mm. city of Guatemala somewhere? Mm, no, this is Sinaloa, Mexico. Oh, Sinaloa. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's where we're, we kind of turn left into this street and there's a ton. It just opens up to a ton of lights. Right. And, and all the driveways you've guys, you've got cars backed into them pointing their lights towards the street and there's a procession of cars just going through the line it's like a parade dude 
It's like what a parade. What time of night is this? This is probably like 10 p.m. at night. And there's people just chilling on their cars. It got lights on. People were playing music. It's like a sideshow. It's like I'm okay. in the barrier and it's a sideshow. And people are just running through cars. All kinds of cars. Lifted trucks. You've got tuners. Were they bouncing you, and shit? Like, uh, no. You know, so like, no, <laughs> like Fast the low, and Furious? The low rider scene is USA, dude. <laughs> it's not Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know, I don't know where the source is. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be here. It could be there. But it, it's probably here because yeah. of aer- aeronautical stuff. Most of the scene is actually was tuners out there. And like a lot of the mods that you're seeing are kind of questionable. So pet you're boy stuff. in Sinaloa. Yep. You're driving through the streets of downtown somewhere Sinaloa. Yeah, it's more Mochis, city. Actually. It's, it's a, more it's a, yeah, it's rural a, than, or urban than rural. It is. It's like a downtown. It's a hybrid. It's not really downtown. Is it very lush down no, there too? No. It's dry and deserty. It was dry and deserty. Yeah, it was dry and deserty. That's At least that's kind of scary. Yeah. Okay. But it was. I mean, and but. I mean, and that you saw the, you know, the, the typical dress with the boots, the, the tiger shirt with the boots, you know, that you see. Cowboy like, hat. Cowboy hat, right? But then you see got people in dress normally, too. Ponchos and stuff? Nah. And sombreros? Nah, nothing like nobody Nobody dresses like that. That's, nobody dresses like that nah, anymore? Nobody dresses like That's that. That's old school shit, huh? Yeah. I mean, way old school. I mean, Interesting. You're, yeah, you're talking like Wild West, Spaghetti Western times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody, I don't think, I don't think I've seen any, like... Maybe like special occasions you'll see that because you still see logos and car- cartoons and shit like that. That's oh yeah, saying. for sure. Yeah, you still use it. Okay, so the year is what year? This is two thousand seven. Okay, you are in college or and not? Yeah, I'm in college already. In college. Yeah, this is an. I'm, I didn't know this is. I don't even think they know that it's a meet. <laughs> you know, like I think it's everybody's just hanging out. Okay. With their nice cars. Okay. And I mean, there's a ton of stuff to look at, and it's a pretty much a block party. Okay. It's pretty much a block party. And you're seeing some questionable things happening on the street. I'm surprised there weren't any cops. So you know? you're in the car still or you're yeah, we're, we're, walking? Yeah, we're, well, we're in, the car st- in the car still looking at everything. We take the full length of the street or the okay. party, the block party. Then we park and get out and kind of walk around and, they and didn't see everything. Fuck with you or like? No, I mean, everyone was, everyone was really cool. You're like you're going to do a drive-by kind of like, you no, know what I'm saying? No, what do you mean? They didn't think that that's something that you guys were going to be a threat to doing nah, no because i mean the, the you were street, with locals you the street was with, completely packed oh with people cars. okay yeah like we were so we, it looked we like were a carnival trotting. yeah it's like a parade a like a parade carnival exactly like, like the rose parade on a but with, friday night with modded cars yeah oh yeah, is that every, kind of busy yeah and then you're kind of getting through and people disneyland are, busy people are parking on the side of the streets as you're kind of going through just making it longer and longer so that shit is disneyland busy uh yeah on a friday disneyland night yeah hot import nights fuck Hot import nights. Wow. People just walking around cars and like talking and smoking so, dope and <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing all the doing, you know? Interesting. So it feels safe. It feels absolutely safe. And, and, and we experienced nothing bad. Although you do speak um, yeah, Spanish. All of, so. And all of us spoke Spanish. Yeah. Right? And, no, and nothing happened bad. And we, we kind of went back. We went back to the place we were staying at. We were staying at my friend's house. Yeah. And the first questionable thing didn't actually happen until the following day. And this okay. has nothing to do with the meat or cars, but I think it's worth telling this fucking story. <laughs> so we were drinking and we wake up in the next morning. We're kind of drinking. The whole goal was to kind of uh, fill a wall, a single wall with beer cans. So we were just ordering rack after rack, just drinking Ooh, okay. light Mexican beer, right? It's not, oh, okay. Not light Mexican it's filling beer. though, man. I don't yeah. know how drinkers can keep it down, dude. Yeah, no, uh, yeah that's it's true, It's so actually. filling for me. Yeah. I don't have the stomach for it. We didn't really have... I mean, when for you're quantity. on vacation, you don't really have a problem. 
True. Yeah. yeah, I just don't have a stomach for quantity. Yeah. Just too filling. Anyways. So then uh, my my buddy's cousin brings over this girl, right? And she's kind of chilling in um, in the – it's a house, chilling in the house with us. Okay. And we get hungry. How is she dressed? Is she, like, modestly normal dressed? Girl, normal girl. Modest, normal, nothing. Uh, I mean, just how any girl here dresses. Just kicking it, just hanging out. Just kicking at jeans and, you know, regular shirt, just hanging out, just kind of meeting the kids from America, you know, like, hey, how you doing? You know, there's a friend of the family. Young? Didn't – yeah, our age. At oh, the time. cute. Our age. Yeah. Mm. Eh. No, no. So it's on the lower side. Um, uh, not my yeah. flavor. I'll say that. Okay. Not my flavor, but S- she's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just okay. not my flavor, I guess. Okay. Interesting. And uh, and we get hungry, so we we so we tell her, <laughs> wait, what? Send pics later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already Does sent it- them. Check your phone. I already sent them. <laughs> Because it paints the picture, <laughs> yeah. you know, right? I'll, I'll draw it out for you and everything. You yeah, know, you, you the buddies. Yeah, I got no pictures of this person. Okay. And I'll tell you why right okay, now. Okay, go for it. Right, so then uh, we order some food. We go to some tortas and some tacos, right? Oh, we ask gosh, her, like, oh, you want, you, want some, you want some food? She's like, yeah, yeah. So we get some food. Yeah. Um, the cousin actually picks it up and brings it up to us. During this time that he's getting the food and we're kind of talking, she's getting up a lot and going to the bathroom. Hey, we can't really figure out why she's going to the bathroom so much. Uh-huh. So we asked the uh, my friend's cousin when he gets back, like, hey, you know, why why does she keep going to the bathroom? And he's like, and he he kind of touches his nose a little bit. And I'm like, pretty sure I know what that means. You're tapping the top of your nostril. Yeah. So that's he's tapping his nose, and it's like, oh, so she's doing cocaine. He's like, yeah, I mean, they call it perico over there, so it's like. Uh, but it's it's cocaine. Cocaine. So that's that's what he suggested. Is I didn't that the see literal it. translation for cocaine. Oh uh, well, no, no, that's the slang it's like term. A slang that's term. a slang term. It what would be it would be cocaína, you know, literal translation. So what's that slang term? What's that translated to? Uh, perico actually translates to parrot, <laughs> or parakeet. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but since I guess how did we get that nickname? I, I guess because you're taking it up your nose. So is that you're, like you're, the sound yeah. that they're describing? Or, yeah. Or, I don't know, actually. I've never really <laughs> asked. That's actually a good question. <laughs> I've never even considered. Because like, that whole like, world what? is very foreign to me because yeah. I am not I, I mean, same here. I never really asked. I, yeah. just, I honestly have had, did not want anything to do with this after this happened. So then she comes back and she's eating her sandwich, right? Kay. She's eating her Mexican sandwich. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch. How good is this sandwich? Uh, eh, okay. You know, mm, it's, it's just uh, street food, but it's not all that great. Okay. Okay. So then uh, I'm sitting on the couch and she's sitting. It's a three seater. She, yeah. There's a gap. And then she's sitting on the on the next seat over. OK. Right, and she's eating. And then we're all eating. And then all of a sudden she's kind of like I see at the corner of my eye. She's kind of starts shaking. And then all of a sudden the sandwich, it looks like it's going to fall out of her hand. OK. And so I'm you're like, holding like, the sandwich. I'm like, to your yeah. Chest. So I'm like, what? What the hell like is going on? So I'm not really looking sh- over at her, but shivering. I'm, I'm I'm looking at her my peripherals. And she's shivering. No, she's not shivering. It looks like it, it looks like she's just kind of slowly moving over to one side, like falling over. Okay. And her hand is like losing grip, losing grip of the sandwich. And I'm and looking. She's standing. Nope, she's sitting. Okay. On the couch. <laughs> a seat over. Are okay. you listening, Randy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I get this picture painted very yeah, well. Yeah, you know, this is it's a three seater couch. She's uh, sitting on one end. I'm sitting on the other, and she's kind of falling over with the sandwich. Okay. I'm looking at my peripheral, like, what the hell is going on right uh-huh. now? This girl 
keels over and goes into a full-on seizure while we're drunk as shit trying to enjoy our tacos. And we're like, what the hell is going on? I stand up. I'm like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> There's three of my other friends in at this time, right? Who we're knows this girl? Only uh, my friend's cousin. He's the one that brought, brought her over. Holy None shit. None of us know who she is, right? We just kind of been talking to her during this time. She just seemed like a friendly girl at the time, right? But then she was had the questionable trips to the bathroom. Okay. So those trips seem to have manifested themselves <laughs> into this girl seizuring in front of us she drops the sandwich on the floor she's seizuring on the floor i mean she's full-on like she can't talk <laughs> we think she's gonna swallow her tongue like oh shit like if this girl dies here we're all going to jail and never leaving mexico again like this is the end of our lives that's what we're thinking right one of my buddies is flight or fight response kicks in he just jumps up right and he's like oh he's like what do i do what do i do i think at this point everyone was so frazzled that we didn't actually know what was happening right i, I nobody in there I is can, medical then i can tell you no i can tell you now that it was a seizure but experiencing it out of no where when you're freaking out you're kind of hoping that it's not something that serious <laughs> so i think my buddy thought that she was choking so he goes in for the heimlich maneuver right so he uh -huh. gets him he gets kind of over her she's on all fours at this point on the ground <laughs> I, well her face is kind of planted in the ground at this point and she's but this is all happening really fast he gets down into kind of a heimlich position but he's not kind of so like scared or grossed out by what's happening that he doesn't actually press her body against his to do the Heimlich maneuver. He just kind of shakes her up and down. <laughs> he shakes her up and down on the ground. Her face is just hitting the floor and he's like trying to give her the Heimlich. And she's just like but it looks like he's banging her doggy style <laughs> with her face in the ground <laughs> or like banging a dead person. No, like, like he's like standing over her. Right. And he, but it's he's doggy style. He's yeah, it pretty much is. And he's holding her up with his arms okay. and I like kind of trying to shake her down <laughs> into so his like fist. A standing fuck. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's going to kill her. Right? Okay. Because okay, so she finally kind of starts making that noise and uh -huh. she kind of calms down a bit. We're all freaking out. We're all <sighs> hyperventilating. I haven't even moved from where I'm at. Like, I'm just trying to take all of this in. Uh huh. She like gets up, she wakes up and she's like, where am I? And we're like, oh, you're at so-and-so's house. And she's like, who are you guys? Oh, we're like, man, <laughs> get this girl out of here right now. <laughs> I do not want to be a part of whatever is going to happen oh my next. Like, no, like Dude, we, we tell this them, is we, Black Mirror, yeah. bro. <laughs> Yeah, we're this freaking is, out dude honestly it's pulp it, fiction dude. this, this trip giving me pulp fiction yes, this trip was nothing but bad luck man it's like the wife of the guy that will murder you yes like, that's yes like that's how crazy exactly this like, shit is like, although there's nobody like, that's gonna going kill on? you her eyes are all dead i don't even know like i don't even want to look at her at this point i'm like she okay i'm glad you survived you. she doesn't know where she is she doesn't know where she is we're just kind of like, oh, we're trying to explain to her that she's been here for a few hours <laughs> and that she just kind of had a seizure and she couldn't explain to us that this is something she's experienced before or any of that. I mean, it was just she was just kind of 
dead, almost like a zombie at this point. This is scary shit, man. Dude, this we is like were some voodoo, out, weird man. country we were shit, you know? Freaking out, dude. I, it could I, get, it's turned to that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. My, that's where my head goes. It I'm could like, turn it could turn is, into anything. Yeah, I there's mean, some weird shit out there. Yeah, it was extremely creepy because of the whole thing that happened. And that, and then, you know, we kind of talked to the to the cousin, my friend's cousin, like, you know, uh-huh. dude, like maybe maybe she should go home or see some help or something. We don't want anything like this to happen again. Because, I mean, it's not our house. Right? Yeah, it's dude. a family house and you don't want to bring people in, especially if they're doing cocaine in the bathroom, which I haven't confirmed. But, I mean, it's what we were told. Yeah. And the saddest part is that she leaves and then we look over and there's a half-eaten sandwich just sprawled all over the floor <laughs> <laughs> why was that sad because the torta was so good yeah dude i mean it was all right but it, it was like the worst image just to see him like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of meat just sprayed all over the floor just like oh, my gosh. oh man like i don't want to live that again and and the day after that the day after that still I, there. I ate a, it's, no we picked it up but i ate a bad mango and i had like dysentery for the next week <laughs> It ruined the whole trip, dude. That <laughs> dude, I had to get a vaccine in my butt just to make it back home. Because <laughs> you'd be shitting your brains out on the airplane? <laughs> on the bus, fool. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. You Mexico, dude. <laughs> 22 hours on the bus. <laughs> if you're going to make it without shitting yourself, you got to get a shot. <laughs> I was drinking Pedialyte. <laughs> I was doing all I could, man. This trip ended up being a nightmare. Oh, my gosh. oh that, that was the beginning oh, of the end. Man. Yeah. You ever heard about that girl again? No, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't care. I've asked, but I mean, I don't think my, my friend ever talked to his cousin about it. Oh, oh yeah, man. that was when it's like okay, maybe Mexico is not the greatest thing. <laughs> oh, sheesh, yeah, dude. Even just across the border, Tijuana. Oh yeah, yeah. It's there's a lot of shit that happens in all all over, so you don't know what's what with what's safe without being with a local. So yeah, <laughs> it is dicey, man. I've had my time down there. I've done some. Uh, visiting down there you gotten, you've got you've gotten fondled for work, in for work. <laughs> <laughs> as in my professional work career yeah we have a plant down there anyways so yeah cool crazy story and yeah. you drove back oh you rode on a bus we were on a bus back yeah is that bus ride scary N- uh only <laughs> only when the military stops you to search the bus how often does that happen? It happened twice on the trip back. On the oh. 20 hour, 20, 22 hour trip, it happened twice where they unload the full bus, check for drugs, check have for dogs it. sniff the bus. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and then check our passports and where we're heading, and, and then we get to go. That's the only part that scares me. And I think that scares me because of authority here. I mean, over there, they were really nice, they, yeah. didn't, really, they didn't really harass us. Yeah, but I mean, usually here, if I get pulled over by a cop, I'm you know worried that something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. So it was fine. Then I got back here and was very very happy to touch American soil at Dude, this point. Sometimes international travel, just in general, makes you feel that way. Oh yeah. It's nothing like home. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I remember I opened the door to my house, 
and walked in and my mom and dad were there and they're like you lost weight. You look dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom, I've had dysentery for the last week. I, wish I shit my weight out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still coming out. I only got a 24-hour shot, so I'm an hour 23 to half. So get out the fucking way. <laughs> oh, man. Third world life. Oh. Yeah. So I hope you like that little story. That's a hell of a story, man. Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, getting sick in a third world country happens. That's rough. And you I got the, it from Starbucks. You resent the country. Oh, I really? I got it from Subway. Where? Starbucks in the Philippines and Subway in India. Wow. Two, those two, are those are the places I'd go to avoid that. Two Yeah, I know, but I was being fed that because they thought that it would help break the monotony of their food especially in india it's very well it did break the monotony yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it fucked my whole week yeah. up dude yeah. i had that problem when we went to the taj mahal Rectum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have like the, the the joys of home dude and i knew i was never going back so i was like dude Give me the fucking medicine. We're going to Taj. Fuck this, man. Like, I got to see the Taj Mahal, man. Yeah. I'm out here. I ain't ever coming back. <laughs> yeah. I am going to Just see Just put it. a cork in it. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> dude. If I can do that, fucking I will do that. You yeah. know, like, whatever it takes. Although that's probably not possible. But, yeah, man. Luckily, I was with the locals who knew where to go for bathroom facilities, even at the Taj. So, we were great. But Perfect. Yeah. No, I, I had a bathroom with a, with a curtain for a door. <laughs> No so, shit. Yeah, so like, oh, and, and I, shitting and is not a, a accepted thing, right? What do you mean? You don't shit in the bathroom on a bus, right? Oh no, 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 no! I'm not talking about the bus. I'm talking, <laughs> okay. about, the, I'm talking about the place we were staying at. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. I'm and I'm staying in the same floor as three of my other really good friends who are friends from high school. And I'm over here like shitting my brains out, <laughs> and they can hear everything because it's a curtain. <laughs> I got roasted so hard, dude. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time I'm shimmying into the bathroom, all my friends are just a chorus of laughter would rain on me <laughs> as I'm walking towards the bathroom. Luckily, luckily, though, karma, sweet, sweet karma hit one of my buddies <laughs> and he got it on the last day, dude. Oh, yep. shit. Shitting himself in the bathroom the whole time. I'm just like, that's what you fucking get. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that was laughing the hardest. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Misery love co- loves company, right? Yeah, but enough about shitting. <laughs> <laughs> Poop let's, jokes uh, will yeah. always oh, live. Oh yeah, but let's get into some good stories. stuff. What 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 happened this wow. last week? The New York Auto Show. I think we can do a under the headlines yeah. segment on the New York Auto Show. I wasn't following it. Er- uh, I was following her earlier on, but not too much later on. So last week I reported that Civic Hatch is a 2.0 liter six speed, a lot of space. Um, I don't know if there's like a little bit of a wagon resurgence all of a sudden. Because, dude, Ford had good ones with the Focus ST. And then Chevy Cruze did one. Honda brought back the hatch. Yeah. Um, so now, yeah, I think there's a hatch. Well, because I think, almost. yes, there there right? is. I mean, it's it's kind of like and, mini it's, I think you're right on the. Yeah. And I think you're right on the hatch thing has caught on. And then mm-hmm. also the crossovers, which yeah. are essentially just lifted hatches. 
Yeah. That's Whack, really all they dude. are. Really? Whack. You you would drive a crossover? I would drive a car. As a utility car, I would drive a crossover over over like a bigger SUV. I like smaller cars. But like the, the new CHR. Crossover or minivan? Crossover. Crossover. Easy. Easy crossover. It's so utilitarian, the minivan. It is. It is with the low floors and very low floors, cheap cheaper than the SUV. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. But I don't know that I want a minivan, man. But I mean all all my friends that are parents all tell me the same thing. The mini the minivan is so convenient. Yeah, man. It it fulfills everything that you need as a parent. I could go long driving and not worry about having to bring too much shit because I got space for all of it. Yeah. That's you know? true too, yeah. So I've embraced it, man. Yeah, it's a heavy burden. I so, embraced it. So back to the New York Auto Show, <laughs> what were your some kind of your finds and something that you were kind of caught your eye? Well, the only one that I'd seen today that you had sent my way or you had posted was that uh, Genesis. The Genesis Essentia. Essentia. Tell me a little bit about it. I've only so saw the pictures. It's, it's just a concept. It'll okay. it'll never become reality. And I posted a picture on our Instagram. What's uh, the, the what's the intention? What were they saying? Some of the features would have well, been. Well, it's an electric touring car. Okay. It's electric sports touring four door? car. Four door, two door then. Four door. It's, it's a two door. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a, oh no, wait, no, no. You're right. It's a four door. Okay. Uh, I, I think didn't. actually the concept might be a two door. Okay. Yeah, and um, it's you know it's got multiple electric motors. That's what it's powering. And I think the intention, as as far as they said, I mean it's still a concept. As they want a zero to sixty in under three seconds from this car. Wow. Which can be done because it has a lightweight carbon fiber skin. And it's actually called a monocoque. Yes. Right? I actually I actually didn't know this concept. Yeah. I think it's interesting. So that there's essentially what a monocoque is, is essentially removes the internal components, I guess the internal frame. Right. Yeah. Everything is mounted directly on this skin. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. It's like a tub. It's, yeah, almost it's like, like a bathtub. Yeah, it's, I, I would compare it to like an <coughs> eggshell. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Where the eggshell is kind of the, the it's reinforcement. The f it's what's it's holding everything together. Single body. Yeah, exactly. All in one piece. Yeah. And it's all carbon fiber mm -hmm. on this car. So, I mean, that kind of explains why it would be under a three second car. Interesting. Butterfly doors. Okay. And well, fingerprint and facial recognition sensors used for opening and closing the vehicle. Hmm. They could do it with Samsung's technology. Yeah. I don't know how. I, I mean, I guess it's quick. It'll progress. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Into, you know, something that'll really work well. I, they're starting out now and they kind of suck. But yeah. So, I mean, performance wise, it's supposed to be a quick car. We don't know enough details. Right. And know what, how big what the wattage is on these motors, what the uh, the intended battery life is or range is. Um, but the car was beautiful. I hate concepts. I've discussed that in previous episodes. I'm like, well, you know, most of the concepts are just too out there for me. They're like spaceships. <coughs> this does have a bit of a modern touch to it yeah. in terms of what's achievable and what's not. I, the seats are like lazy boys. Yeah. They have like leg extensions to like kind of hold your calves up. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's minimalistic interior. I sat in a car seat, car seat like that once. Oh, really? Lincoln Continental at the LA Auto Show. Oh, oh, and that's another car that they're bringing back suicide doors. It's got 16 points of movement. Oh, wow. Change. Like, Could you two make parts of your ass cheek. Each ass cheek has its own <laughs> two parts. Like your hips. Your hips, dude. Like Could you set up profiles? Hips. Yeah. You could save it. That's, that's awesome. Your neck and then the headrest has four or six. See, that's what I want, zones dude. and shit. You're like, dude. I usually Fuck watch me. my wash my car myself, but 
but I had someone else wash my car from the offices, actually. And the part I hate the most is that my seat has been moved. And I get it. You have to move it to clean everything, right? But then I can never get it to the right spot again, or it takes me forever to get it back to where I I'm. hate that they leave swirls in, in the paint. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was my experience. Yeah. I, was just like, I can't do this shit anymore. I'm just going to do that. Yeah, there's just things that I'm, if I'm going to fl- inflict damage, I might as well be me doing it, not some motherfucker. I'm paying 20 bucks to do it. Yeah, no, that's so. true. Yeah. But wow. something else that I saw at the New York Auto Show that I actually was interested in is the 2019 Porsche 911 GT3 RS. Now, so this one was unveiled at the Geneva Auto Show. Yeah. But what they unveiled at the New York Auto Show was the YSOC uh, option. Which means what? Which is, which means $18,000 on top of the already $180,000 car. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, 18000 is pretty much nothing at that point. Yeah. And then... Uh, it brings the car down to a sub three second zero to 60. You've got hood, roof, wing, and trunk lid are all naked carbon. Wow. Yeah, and it w- drops the weight of the GT3 to 3,100 pounds, a little over 3,100 pounds. That's pretty, That's pretty light. pretty light for that beefy of a y- engine. Yeah, extremely. And then there's also <laughs> an option you can add to shed another 25 pounds, which is a 13,000 wheel package, and the wheels are made of magnesium. Kay. To save 25 pounds on wheels, I would really want to know what these... I want to see these wheels, kind of lift these wheels. I bet you they weigh nothing. Oh, my gosh. 25 that's a, pounds? That's a dream. Yeah. Getting good, lightweight wheels is that are high quality for I mean, that's why they're 13,000. Shit. That would be beautiful. Just touching that stuff, just it feels good, man. Yeah. I mean, you get some ba- badging <laughs> and stuff, too, yeah. with the Wysock package, like anything. But at least you're getting some performance. Yeah. Out of this upgrade. That's what I, I thought I'd like to. I'm not a real big fan of Porsche. No? No. That might be my next car brand to go to if I go into a premium car. Really? Yeah. I think about the Cayman. It's a it's a poor man's Porsche, but it's entry it's entry level Porsche. Now, and it's I, affordable. I know we probably won't do this one <coughs> even if you had the money, the nine eleven GT three R S. But do you think Porsche makes a car that's worth hundred and eighty thousand dollars? Uh, grew, I guess because everything's just going up now. Yeah, starting price like that's for extreme, everything. Even dude. A, yeah, Accords and Camrys are higher, more expensive than they used to be. Yeah, that's true. So they're in the thirty grand range now, right? All tricked out. Max yeah, trim. I mean, they, yeah, they're kind of looking. They're looking nicer too. So that that's the average spend on the car. Then yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Kind of in that vein, another car that I liked. From the New York Auto Show was the 2019 Nissan Altima. Why? It actually, I like, like the styling. Tooth the grill. Yes, I do actually. It looks. I think it looks aggressive. It's. I, I think it's the nicest Altima <laughs> I've seen in a while. I mean, can't I, say I've loved any Altima. Yeah, same ever. here. I mean, this is the only. This is the first time. Even I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of weak. Uh, what are they putting in the engine-wise power? Is it oh, what's 2.5 liter four-cylinder? Okay, is and it's it putting out 188 horsepower. What's the MPG on that thing? Um, actually, they didn't say. So I didn't. I don't think they've actually ran that yet, or I didn't 2. see that detail. Five at just 189 horsepower. Yeah, 188. 188. And then they have an SL 200. They have an SL and platinum t- trim that uh-huh. bumps it up to 248 with a turbo. Oh, okay. 248 horsepower with 270 pound foot pounds of torque. Ooh. Intelligent all-wheel drive. So there's an all-wheel drive version. Of Does this it come in a manual? It failed to mention if it comes in a manual oh. or not, actually. Yeah. 
I didn't see that. So probably looked that up. That would trump the um, the hatch Corolla hatchback for me. I I if think it came in a manual. Yeah, I'm eh, actually I'm, I don't see why the platinum would come with the manual. Well, with that beefy engine, with the or with the turbos added to the engine. Yeah. A, like a even yeah, it'll be a six speed. That's standard now. Um, dude, if that came in a standard manual, that'd be a, a WRX like competitor. Yeah, yeah, should be fun, dude. Yeah, totally fun. And I mean, I honestly like the styling. I think you can do a lot with it. I think mm. that's what I liked about it. You could actually <clears throat> mod it to get it pretty nice. Do you remember the Nissan Sentra SER? Yes. Dude, what did you think of that car? I didn't at like a, it at the time. Even now, at the time, I didn't like it. Nobody that has no following. Nope, none whatsoever. Even yeah. at the it's time, it's a Celica. It's like a Celica for yeah. Nissan. At yeah, the time. and it as a Celica at least looked it had a unique styling right and you kind of it was nice okay yeah it looked nice the Sentra, it just looked like a cheap car you know what? it's kind of like the srt4 the neon srt4 yeah, yeah. that's what that that's what that felt true like that. to me very very true um the the celica for being a chick car i got girls talking to me about that car it was like it was the styling is very aggressive and it draws a lot of attention. And it drew girls' attention in a way because they like the fucking car because that's why they drove them too. Oh, right? yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's kind of like how Jordans, like only guys who care if they're wearing cool Jordans. Yeah. Like, this was like a girl thing, but I was driving it and I was attracting girls who would talk to me about it. So I was at a cell phone shop in Canada. I was hanging out with my girlfriend. She was getting her phone serviced. And the girl at the counter, I don't remember if she had a low-cut shirt. I don't think she had a low-cut shirt. But she bent over the counter facing me. And I was like, is that your car? This is a white girl, dude. All right? <laughs> so that's very uncommon in, in that Are time. Are you sure this didn't happen in a movie? In that time in that part of the country. <laughs> no, I'm, I shit you not. I shit you not. <laughs> okay. So okay. she bends over. She goes, is that your car? I'm like, yeah. Oh, you, oh okay. She, she's like, is it fast? She said it like that. Is it fast? Dude, straight up talking to me like this. And she kind of, you could, obviously, I walk in with a girl. You, you're going to at least presume she might be my girlfriend, if not my sister, my girlfriend. Yeah, right? Most people don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, it's like, yeah, once I, you know, I don't want to get too technical. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it can get fast. Yeah. You know. And um, then girlfriend at that time just kind of barges in and like cock blocks <laughs> 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 or okay. her shit got done. So you were, you were putting out vibes too. That's why she caught you at the moment. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. You were really answering like, yeah, it's really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a very special well, I mean, moment what, because what that's, that's what made what year was me, this? This was in Oh three. So, oh four. Uh, it, I mean, it's Fast and the Furious. Time. It's Fast and the Furious time. So yeah. it's peak era. I had a br- new-ish car that just came out. Yep. It, and it was brand spanking new-ish. Yep. I get it. Yeah. So like, yeah, and it was like you know the the thing. So chicks were kind of digging it. And, and it's stuff. a GTS. Yeah. So it'd be the equivalent of having like a Type R now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it didn't retain the Type R legend. Yeah. Yeah. And status. Yeah. It didn't retain that. Because it was a little bit more of a generic trim, actually. It'd be like the GSR of Acura. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. And the GSR, because there was no Type R, the GSR was, was huge. Yes, exactly. I remember, I remember my buddy got a GSR. Man, that car was fun. Dude, I sh- I've shopped for that car, too. I get on these twinges. I'd like a Type R, but I don't want the attention. I think the... the but I look at that DC, too. The Integra... 
is just they're all of them are abused at yeah. this point. I think that's why I stay away from that market. There's some old geezers that have them or they die off and yeah. stuff that you catch one or two of those. The SC300 Lexus is also one of those types of cars. Actually, that one's a really good example of that. The old geezers was the only ones that could afford it when they were like that's late why, 50s. Yeah, that's why for the used car market, I try to stay in that market where it was it was cars that were really expensive in their day. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. If people are a, more likely to keep it in good condition. Yeah, and a fewer owner car. Yeah. Like one or two owners. Yep. Original owner would be like a dream. But yeah, original owner or second owner even, that's a young, well-kept car at that, at that level. Yeah, it gets the owner three, four, and five that really fuck that car up, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, but sometimes they could just take the first owner. That's true. Sometimes they could just For take me, the first owner. For me, it was the owner. second owner. Yeah, no, I've, I, I know I've known people that have cars and they just wreck them. No oil changes, no. Dear. You know, oh, dear. Those, that's the stuff you want to stay away from. Man, oh, man. Yeah, I think actually we're at a time at this point. Yeah. It's yeah, I think time. it's ready to close up. Yeah, that time of the night. That time of night. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in. As always, you can find us on 91octane.com or check us out on Instagram. Give us a follow or not. Just talk shit on the comments if you want um, at, 91 at 91octane. Octane. Or hit us up on Twitter at 91octane. That's 91, the number one octane. Spell uh, it all out, right? On yeah, on Instagram you spell it all out. Okay. Yeah. But thanks for tuning in. Uh, I think we're going to be working on some shirts and some stickers soon. Hopefully we can send them to some of you guys. And actually, we're starting up a new segment I wanted to say before we leave, um, in which we wanted some input from you guys. And the segment is actually who would be more likely. That's what we're calling it. So as an example, it would be like who would be more likely to drop a car um, on a lift or something. right? And then Randy and I would go back and forth on uh who would be that person and we kind of want your input yeah we kind of want your input you know come up with some creative ones for us to discuss and we'll feature them on later some later episodes when we introduce the segment uh but again thank you for listening and good night all right thanks